0: welcome to grumpy gamers you're here listening to me Pete and along with me I have Ben hello Eddie hello and Kirk hello oh, and the trains are gone now Kirk fantastic that's a yes that's <laughs> excellent news that was a, <laughs> One I thought that timed. thought that was gonna be close so <sighs> so we are we are all here and we should as usual be taking you through a bit of the news some new releases uh what we've been playing this week and our I hesitate to call this a feature, guys, because for one thing, we're doing like multiple things at once here. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we're going to talk about the Golden Joystick Awards and we're going to talk about the Black Friday sales, basically. That's where we're taking you today. Um, Black Friday yep. week, baby. Yeah, yeah. And if you're lucky, they may still be live when you're listening to this. Just yeah, by a few I hours. So. <laughs> I
1: mean, if you're listening to an older episode, you're a bit shit out of luck. So, you know, check, <laughs> check the stores before you go and
0: buy. Yeah that would have been the wiser option. Anyway, anyway, shall we start with the news? Let's do it. Let's do it. And I think you should lead us off, Ben. Oh, okay. Well, it's our
2: our our favored uh game that we like to give a lot of airtime to on this podcast, I think. Uh talk talking about <laughs> the one and only Cyberpunk uh, 2077. Um so it turns out that now this game has uh, very positive user reviews on Steam as it does. Hmm. Well as as you said I know we bang on about Cyberpunk a lot on this podcast um uh, we joke about it and uh you know it's the well it's well documented all the issues that that game's had like we're all all aware of, of that but I think we're all in agreement apart from maybe Eddie because you obviously played it on an original Xbox yep um that on a one time kind of playthrough basis or maybe more but definitely on a one time first time through Cyberpunk is a very good game yeah uh I know Kirk, Pete, and myself all had very good experiences. It was great. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really good game. Um, you know, we say some some would call it excellent, uh, or some would perhaps call it an RPG of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will find out at the Game Awards. Um, but yeah, Cyberpunk now has very strong um, positive ratings on Steam, um, and it's also one of the top-selling games on Steam at the moment. So mm. it was reduced in uh, in the sale by fifty percent, and that's caused people to go in there and, and actually start buying it. And Kirk, I know um, there's been a lot of people on Twitter, haven't they, saying like, uh, "Oh, I'm kind of thinking I might jump in on this. Might yeah, might man. get involved. Loads. Uh, you're seeing seeing it loads more, aren't we?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's um it's pretty. It's quite uh it's quite an interesting turn of events for it, really. Um and it's it, but it's nice to see that a game which was like panned quite a lot only a year ago is um, it, the, the the shift in mood from from players is, is changing quite dramatically the other way exactly so I saw you can as well
2: yeah so I saw one person say the other day on Twitter like oh the updates that the devs have done have been so good it's dramatically changed the game I, I don't see that from what I've played a bit again I know uh, Pete's going to talk about this later yeah um, but I I think it was always in pretty pretty good nick on the on the next gen consoles so uh whatever but uh people have been saying that they could pick this up physically for as little as ten dollars
0: <laughs> <That laughs> in is... some
2: stores i mean that that is mental yeah. for this game that is absolutely mental um the president of uh, cd project uh came up this week and he insisted that the company was not up for sale mm-hmm. um and that cyberpunk will be considered a very good game in the long run uh, because we do know that there is a roadmap to release DLC, and I know they have pushed that out. And I think next year is again just focusing on fixes and perhaps the next gen version, and not on the DLC. Am I right, Pete? The next gen is that? the next
0: gen version is the focus for Q1 at least. Right. Um, yeah. Their roadmap is quite sparse on details after that, but Q1 it's the next gen. Um, sorry, post gen. No. This gen, this
2: this new current gen update. Yes, that's exactly. (laughs) However, we're calling that now. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) But uh, so this Steam version, which is now um, very positively reviewed, uh, that is obviously PC. Yeah. But as next gen systems become more available, hopefully more people will play this game and at a pretty budget price, no doubt. (laughs) Um, So my my kind of thinking on this news story was to ask what are our opinions of uh, review bombing so when this was absolutely panned and on steam i'm sure it had a terrible review rating even though it was one of the best versions was on pc um what do we think about that do we think it review bombing is actually a good thing
0: well to be honest i think personally online reviews in general have become almost worthless because they're so easily manipulated um and I mean that across the board, obviously, like you find something on Amazon with 10,000 five-star reviews and you're almost as suspicious as you are on one that's got none. So is have review bombings clearly had an impact on that, I'd say, at least for me.
2: I Because like, I think review bombing, um, now the, obviously review bombing is for user scores and it's not mm. to be confused with, because um, I saw somebody on Twitter the other week. And everyone was agreeing with this person. I didn't quite get it. They said uh, because of review bombing, is there any point like trusting reviews? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you could. You know, they they had to go at Metacritic in that tweet as well. Mm. I said, like, no, they're completely different things. Like user score is one thing, True. but an industry like um, amalgamation of scores is, is completely different. But if we're talking about review bombing, we're talking about the general public going in there and and panning a game on Steam or Metacritic or what have yeah. you. But it, what What is bad about that is that it takes a game like this. If you're just trying to get something out there, like an opinion, mm-hmm. it takes it so long to recover that that rating. It does. Now, I, and, and consumers will say like, oh, uh, oh, but if they didn't do this, then I would have rated it something like this. Mm-hmm. And then they patch that in and then you're not going to change that. So it's... <laughs> If that re- review is there for forever, really. Ben, this um, is.
3: Um, do you remember the other week? I said that there needs to be some sort of system where it's like a uh, maybe it refreshes every month, um, where people put opinions like this. Yes, because you're totally yes. right. People need to go. This is not okay. This is not okay. So therefore, you know, the devs go, "Holy crap!" You know, we've got some a lot of people saying, like. If if people didn't say badly about Cyberpunk, I I would have been devastated because the state that it was released in for me was unforgivable, absolutely unforgivable, and I feel like the devs need to be, um, not punished, but that that someone someone needs to go to jail for what happened. Um, that wasn't <laughs> well, extreme, extreme enough. Yeah, that no. wasn't extreme enough. Oh, um, but uh, at the same at, at the same time, uh, you you all heard me go mental about review bombing because I I hate it because there are so many games. I'm literally going to talk about a game on on let's on what we've been playing about review bombing because it is ridiculous because these things get patched um, and most reviewers they even they understand that. Um, funnily enough worth a buy my favourite one is normally the one that doesn't understand that he normally goes mental if there's a few bugs so <laughs> I, I think I think there should be a platform for people to voice their concerns definitely but when it comes to reviewing I do not think that's the option because people who like me I pick up games two years later when they're on a 75% sale and I see the reviews I get massively off put by a game um, and if I don't go and look into them then then I, I don't know that it's actually... They're all banging on about bugs and whatnot.
2: Because Steam has that thing where they've got the, like... The recent reviews. Uh, recent yes. reviews, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. So so that is that is one thing. But I just think it's... Especially on Metacritic, like, you can't recover this. And no. and the problem is, like, Cyberpunk, with a few, I mean, a few decent patches and played on the right system, mm. it is a completely different game. Yeah. um. And I uh, j- like I feel I feel for them in that regard. And but I actually am a very big supporter of review bombing. I think review bombing is is good because it's finally giving the consumer a voice where they didn't really have that. Uh, and I know you can say vote for your wallets, but how about somebody still wants to play the game but they want something changed? So I will buy the game, but also I'm not happy with how the game is because it's not as advertised but I still like the game, but I need to review-bomb it. So I kind of get that I mean, as well. on
3: paper, I am for it because of exactly that reason, Ben. And there's no other platform to do it, so on paper, I am wholeheartedly for it. Except when there's stupid cases. What game was it the other day? Was it Warhammer, Pete, where the new one was coming out with something they didn't like, so they review-bombed the old one?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. that was, was um, Three Kingdoms, wasn't it?
3: I think it was, yeah, and they just yeah. bomb the shit out of it, and you're like, "What? That's a different game. Why have you done that?" <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Ben, I, I actually agree with you here. Uh, w- without review bombing, there, you know, game developers could go right. We've released a pile of shit, but no one's noticed. So let's just walk away with that big check.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, a year after, what this this might be the time for Cyberpunk. It seems, uh, I, and every time I see pictures of Cyberpunk. Uh, like people's screenshots and stuff, I'm like, ah, God, yeah, that game. I debate it. Mm, it's it's 25 quid at the moment. It on, is. On uh, yeah. Steam. Uh, yeah. so I'd recommend it fit on Series
1: S. Series uh, S is £25, pounds, Xbox store as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend, it if it hour, recommend it. it was 20 quid cheaper, I'd
2: definitely be up for that, yeah.
1: Oh, for a fiver, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, if you had a Series X, you could pick it up for 15 it curries. Mm. Ooh. Yes, yes, Ooh, okay.
2: because uh, if you had a little disc drive, drive, never baby. mind. Never mind. Yeah, that's my story for the
0: week. Excellent, excellent. Kirk, what about you? What have you brought us? Um, okay, well, on the
1: on the note of Xbox, um, it's, it's a slight, slightly old news, but I don't think anyone really took notice when the post went up originally. Mm. So Xbox is quietly ending the backwards compatibility program. Um, this is mm. a, from a blog post of theirs when they did the additional 70-plus games from the 20th anniversary. Oh, yeah. Um, so the post reads... Um, Thank you to the Xbox community. This latest and final edition of 70 plus titles to be to the Backwards Compatibility program was only possible through the passion and feedback from the community. Your constant requests uh, for specific titles and enhancements encouraged the Backwards Compatibility team to partner with the original creators to preserve thousands of games from over four generations of Xbox. While we continue to stay focused on preserving and enhancing the art form of games, we have reached the limit of our ability to bring new games to the catalogue from the past due to licensing, legal and technical constraints. Thank you for being part of the journey with us. Now, it's that last bit that I think went under the radar a little bit because uh, it had been a bit quiet on the on the whole back compatibility front and then they just sprung 76 titles on us when they did the anniversary. Mm. Um, now... What do we think about this? Because, I mean, I'm playing. I, I've played quite a few old games with with this feature, like the Bioshock series, for example, is one mm. of them. I I, I I'm not going to load up a 360 for that. I've I've been able to play it on my Series Series X. Um, I think it's a great feature, um, but obviously you can understand, especially where they mentioned about the legal and licensing constraints. That's going to be that's going to be a big problem. Like you've got music and stuff like that, haven't you? But um, what what do you reckon this means moving forward? I, other than if I they're think, not to do it.
2: I think they've done enough. Yeah, I think this is good. I think they I think they've done a fantastic made a fantastic effort on this, um, and it's okay for this to be the end. Look, they, I, I don't play a lot of I don't like to go back with my. Guy. I know I played Kotor last week, um, but I don't. <laughs> that's only because it was re released almost <laughs> yeah. like on the Switch. Um, but I don't like. To go back that often, and I think people make a bigger deal out of this than than it probably is. And I know there's uh, mate, about game preservation. I don't agree. There's about with that. game preservation. I
1: don't. Agree. I. No. All right. Okay. I don't. I think. I think you are grossly underestimating how many people want to continue playing older games. And it's not just a case of playing older games; it's playing older games the way that they're supposed to be played in the first place. For example, uh, Fallout Fallout Three was dog shit on the consoles when they no, when it first came out. No, the frame the frame rates and stuff like that were horrendous. Um, I think Digital Foundry did a video where it dropped on a lot of the time to fifteen frames a second. How the fuck were you playing that back then? Yeah, but at the at the time yeah. you weren't at uh, the time. you
2: didn't notice it so much. And it's but, only because you've got a comparison to modern day that you're saying yeah. that. And actually you started this off by saying the gate the way they were supposed to be played. No, they were supposed to be played on the old consoles. Mm.
1: So I mean it's fair that's, that is that is fair, but I bet you those games weren't running the same way on PC.
2: Oh no, I'm sure they're running great
1: now, and uh, or on PC
2: or, or whatever. But my my point is, like, I know people like to play old games, but you talk about Bioshock. How many hours have you put into Bioshock now on this new? So tell well, me, I played, tell I me,
1: played, I played the whole of Infinite, Infinite. Um, shit, was it Infinite? That no, one of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the third one. Yeah. What re- recently? Yeah. Well, no, several months ago, but. Oh yeah, that's. Recently, I'm dropping. Yeah. I'm going to be dropping into Time Splitters two. No, that's yeah. on there, Mm-mm. because yeah, that's... I, I, like, I, yeah, I, I like, yeah, th-
2: I, this is obviously important to a lot of people, and that's and that's great. And I'm not knocking that at all. I'm just saying that I don't think it's. But I, I think, a bigger issue for a lot of gamers is playing the new games and not necessarily playing every
1: single old game. I mean, I, isn't I, it good though just to have. The it's lovely.
0: option there to it do is what lovely, you want to do. Kirk, one thing you didn't mention that How many games have they put up through this system already? Total number? It's literally written right in front of your face.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. I put <laughs> 652, but I've omitted yeah. that because in their post they put thousands and I didn't mm. find the exact number i didn't want to i didn't want to count (laughs) how many there were after over a thousand they've done a
2: shit ton is what we're saying like like if your game isn't concluded it included might not be worth including (laughs) i mean i
1: don't think blood blood wake was one of them from the og xbox Mm. okay so there we go Uh, anyway yeah that's mine
0: okay fantastic i mean uh, yeah, it has died with a whimper. Cool, good to know. Um, Eddie, what about you? Right, so my new story of the
3: week, he says while scrolling up the dock <laughs> so he doesn't fuck up his audacity for recording file again. Um <laughs> is Liverpool star <laughs> quits FIFA uh, FIFA's 22 tournament early to play real-life match, um, scores after just 97 seconds, and does a gamer celebration. Did you see this on the weekend? Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I fucking love this. Yeah, so... Um, Liverpool frontman Diego Jota, um spent the morning playing in a FIFA 22 international qualifier event uh, before rushing off to make a 3pm kick-off uh, in, Premier, in the Premier League against Southampton. And he scored Yeah, he scored after 97 seconds and he ran over and sat down and played FIFA. I just thought <laughs> yeah. this was awesome. He even had a chat with a guy. He was like, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to um, cancel our qualifier because I need to go play for Liverpool. <laughs> I just thought that yes, was so cool. I saw, I I saw that Twitter. That. Uh, I saw that uh, text
2: oh. exchange on on Twitter. Yeah, and he
3: said like, "Oh, good
2: luck with the match." He went, "Oh, thanks." So much. I was like, "Fucking hell, that'd be so cool." Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew I knew uh, I knew you were gonna pick this story. I knew you were. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> you knew it was a good fluffy feel good story. So, yeah, uh,
2: I knew. It. Just, a, just a um, But bit yeah, up. it's uh, it, it's cool because he's actually yeah he's like world class at FIFA as well. Yeah. He was actually what was he number one ranked. FIFA ultimate team player uh team person in the world like after a few weeks after launch.
3: Oh wow. Fucking hell, wow. Yeah, he,
2: he was number 1 in the world. That's
0: that's quite. He needs to quit playing for Liverpool then. Yeah, he's, to become he's a professional game. Imagine being better at FIFA than football if you were like a professional yeah. footballer. <laughs> ah, anyway. Anyway. Not that he's a bad one, but he's definitely not number 1 if in the world.
3: If you were any Arsenal player, is that what
0: you're <laughs> probably. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, that, that, that was that, that was a proper fluffer. I mean, I think this week's worth of news. It, it wasn't a big week of news. It's not in-game. been
0: no. This was the thing. Like there hasn't been that much going around, other than the uh, the golden joysticks um, and the sales. Like,
3: yeah. Do you, do you hear that teenager that died selling his PlayStation though? What? that was pretty bad. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to bring it to the table, but you know, now you've said it's no news that I thought I'd bring up. Yeah, a teenager. They don't know why, but. He went to sell his PS five and then he went to I believe the house and then he was found dead with gunshot and the the, the PS five was still there. So was this? Yeah. Do you mean- uh I think it was in England. Oh fucking. What's wrong with, with people? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. No, there's a, so you thought my no story was nice and cheerful, yeah. let's let's bring us all back down again. A brutally yeah. p- hey Pete, dog beat's dead, do you know that? <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Just to remind you all that dog meat is dead. Mm, thank you. That's good. Right, shall we move on to a new release? We then? certainly should. Yeah, let's do it. Woo! Right, first one. Anvil, all capital letters, has to be. Uh, Vault Breakers, coming out on PC December 2nd. This is a multiplayer, co-op, top-down, sci-fi, roguelike action shooter. <laughs> because, you know, I guess if people want to like type in shooter, this comes up under the search. This comes, comes up under everything,
0: um, I think. Under everything? Yeah literally everything
3: so um, the way I would describe it is I'm sure the three of you will get really hurt by this is it looks like Hades but Cyberpunk <laughs> how do you feel about that
2: actually I-, I thought this game looked really nice and I thought that's not a bad description yeah same, I'm, same. oh
3: wow thank you I thought you were going to rip me
2: because you know you fucking love both of those games so much <laughs> yeah no I thought it looked quite good actually um, I thought this week of new releases there are a lot of ones that I hadn't really heard a lot of but they a lot of decent looking ones yeah um,
3: that's funny you said that because I've culled a lot. I have culled a lot. I think it's like five games I've called. So,
2: yeah, that's <laughs> fine. You said that.
3: Um, next one: Century Age of Ashes coming out on PC, December second. Um, it's a free to play aerial combat video game. This uh best described is you're sitting on a dragon, killing we other did dragons. Did see this? Didn't we? Um, <laughs> I was going, yeah, you might have seen it. I died. We saw
2: this somewhere. We did. did was, was it one of the... I don't know. know. It's like some kind of... Oh, is this on PC, isn't
0: well, it? Well, wasn't uh, there I a Steam showcase in the... Uh, what's it called? E3? It may have... It was. Oh, I wow, think it was yeah. E3. I do think it was E3. Yeah.
2: Um, I remember seeing this game and thinking, wow, that looks fucking yeah. good. Um, But it's yeah. free to play, so it obviously immediately makes me think it's bad. Um, and it's <laughs> PC only, which also makes me go... Probably bad. So But you would say if this wasn't a free to play game, you go, this needs to be a free to play game. <laughs> I know you would. Yeah, I mean who's gonna pay for a dragon fighting <laughs> or uh, aerial combat game? I mean oh, I, they would. Can't win
0: I, I, I would. They can't. Also People like dragons, man. Also, PC mm. only is surely a, a sign of quality. Like, yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank right. you. No, I mean result. when it's
2: PC only, it means that it's not hard to make money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow okay next one uh cricket 22 the official game of the ashes coming out on pc playstations xboxes all on december 2nd uh pete
0: yeah i mean i said about this last week i think it cricket 19 looked rubbish i don't see anything that's going to suggest this is better but if it's on game pass i'll play it yeah 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 <laughs> Is it on Game Pass? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, great. Cricket 19
2: (laughs) is. The way you said that said, oh, if it's on Game Pass, I'll give it a go. It's it's not on Game Pass. Nobody said it was.
0: No, but Cricket 19 (laughs) is. So I I think this one will be pretty
1: quickly. Okay. Well, let's wait until 2025 then, shall we? Perfect. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one, Solar Ash, coming out on PC, Playstations, uh, December second. It's an adventure platforming game, but it looks like kind of a skating sim. Um, before listeners switch off to the, about this one, it, it the the art style kind of looks cool. I like the
1: art <laughs> style on this. That's really cool.
3: I, yeah, yeah no, no, no. I don't
2: think I don't think people are going to be turning off from this. I mean, this is made by the same people who made Hyperlight Drifter. This is a big title. Uh, it's a big indie You're title. Joking. Oh this is a. God. This is this has been on the PlayStation showcase. Um, I think this will sell well. It'll be an indie darling for a lot of people. I'm not interested, but you know, Hyperlight Drifter was. Yeah. You know that that's a hit. That's an indie hit. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I think Solar Ash will also do very well, and it's got that kind of journey feel to it, hasn't it? In a sense, yeah. Um, I don't know. Journey for me was all about it being empty and not. Like sort of the opposite of too much stimulation, like under stimulation. Mm. Whereas this one looks like there's a lot going on, but the sense of move- movement will be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think this will be quite good, Eddie. Mm.
3: All right. To me it looks like um a really bad mobile game that came out ten years ago. Nice. Nice. Um but yep, yep. if if uh, if people want to play games like that then who am I to judge? Next one Warhammer forty K or forty thousand uh Battle Sector coming out on Xbox's PC uh December second. This game's already came out in on PC in July, so it's a good sign that it's come out you know, quite quickly. It's a fast-paced turn-based strategy game. Um, it's got very positive reviews on Steam. Obviously, it's part of the Games Workshop, so if you're into your Warhammer you might be interested in... Um, it, it ticks all the boxes for me, but it's apparently very story-driven, which obviously is a big unticking of a box for <laughs> me. Pete, are you interested in this? You used to play Warhammer 40k? As a I PC. did, yeah.
0: I don't think they've done a good game since Dawn of War 2, though, so... Well, no. no. Actually, Battlefleet no. Gothic is a different thing, but... Um, oh you liked that I, d- I didn't like that uh, Battlefield Gothic 2 I enjoyed <laughs> Battlefield Gothic 1 less so yeah. um, again it's one of those I'm interested in but there's so many games I'm looking forward to already that this one is only if it pops up on Game Pass or on a Steam sale really
3: <laughs> yeah and the fact that it's a story based game like, the way they've done the tactics, I love these kind of games um, that do, like, the kind of square tactical with units. There's another fucking game and it's going to kill me that I can't remember what it is. But anyway, all those kind of tactic games are great, but if they're story-driven, I just feel like it's just it just you know you know it's coming to an end while if they had like some sort of like xcom did a good job with the whole base side mm. of it and then you went out to missions so then you felt like you were progressing towards something else and the other thing that you were progressing towards felt like you were progressing to the battles yeah. mm. so it was like a beautiful circle um but with with a story you just feel but warhammer's all about the stories i've noticed with all the games. yeah, it's a,
0: it's a big so, feature for them isn't mm. it except for total war
3: it, um yeah yeah, and that's probably why I fucking love that so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh dear, Pete. We were talking the other week when you went on. Um, imagine if they did a Warhammer 40k
0: total. It's, it's actually getting quite a lot that? of rumours about it now. Oh, really? I'd be really. Yeah, there's there's quite a lot of rumours going around that that's going to be the follow up in the Warhammer universe in t- with Creative Assembly um, after Warhammer Three. And I mean, yeah. I don't know how you'd do it because the scale is so different. Like. You're not going to have the entire mm. galaxy on there. That's just not feasible. So, yeah. who knows? I mean, it could be they could do something brilliant with it, but I think we'll just have to wait and see. Um, if they mm. did something like I don't know Armageddon or Cadia, one of the ones where it's on one planet, then it could work really well. I think they'd have yeah, to, yeah. wouldn't they? Um, I mean, the whole ga- even if they did a,
3: a good galaxy map that you could jump towards planets, it still wouldn't feel as good as you know
0: seeing your empire in front of you on on a, on a single yeah, map. Yeah, and um, Battlefleet Gothic too. They had to make it quite small scale. It's like one sector of the galaxy, and mm. even there, the the actual campaign stuff is really dialed back in favor of the battles. So mm. it would lose something. The larger scale you get, I think, and is yeah. already, uh, sorry, Total War is already on the lesser scale in terms of campaign detail. Look at things like Crusader Kings yeah. for the higher scale because so yeah. much of the power goes that. towards the battles. So I don't know, it would be one I'd watch with interest, but let's see if it actually happens mm. or how it turned out. Yeah, mm. cool.
3: Well, you know, that's Warhammer 40k battle sector. <laughs> yeah. We didn't really talk about that, <laughs> but hey. <laughs> shit. Um, next one Happy's Humble Burger Farm. This. this. Coming out on, on PC, PlayStation, Xboxes, all on December 3rd. Now, I culled two games before this. Two horrendous, you know, like kind of Ben type <laughs> games, right? Oh. Horrendous games. No
2: no, now, no, no, go- no, 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 let me just jump in. He culled <laughs> Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp, not knowing that it. Has been moved to spring release anyway, <laughs> um, that, so that's why it should have been cold. You called it because you thought You're it the was one
3: shit. that puts this on the dock?
2: Yeah, do, oh, all right, all right, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I don't vet what I For put fuck's on. Sake. Um, um But yeah, that that game's actually moved to spring, so it, that's why I allowed that to be cold. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> wanted, you wanted to cull like a, a, an absolute classic, which was getting a rich. Re- yeah, Again, you know, you yeah. you were something else. Again, it watching. has switched and you bit, have
0: a that's, that's why he's culled it. It's, it's fair. Yes but, oh, he hasn't, does, the, yes,
2: but the kid hasn't culled Happy's Humble Burger yeah, Fire. Yeah, I was. So kid. No, 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 no,
0: hear me
3: out. Now, I want you to go onto Steam and look at this game. <laughs>
2: Cause this You can yeah, you I, can tell you can tell where Eddie's into this cause he's he's now literally right in his microphone, he needs to step back. Yeah, he's, a little bit. he's shoved it
3: down his face.
2: That's he, he is shouting into his microphone. <laughs> yeah. so.
3: Well well, this game looks edgy. Edgy as fuck. Honestly, when I saw the title I went, Oh, I'm gonna curl this one. I'll already highlight it, but I'll copy and paste it anyway just so if the guys go, Why well, did you curl that? At least I've got the page open to see what kind of game it is. But this game looks edgy, it looks it looks terrifying. I mean, they do say it's a cooking with a horror adventure, but
1: I mean, the cowl that they use for the, uh, I'm guessing there's the main mascot looks fucking creepy. It all looks creepy. It's got a re- really it sinister looked- look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does look.
2: It does look a bit creepy. Uh, I come kill I'm me. Thinking, I fucking dare you. <laughs> I'm not sure whether it looks
0: creepy shit
2: or or creepy. I'm Is it like
0: a disturbing thinking. version
1: think- of Overcooked?
0: That's probably what they're aiming for, but I'm leaning towards this being creepy (laughs) shit, if I'm honest. Uh, Plus, I really want to move on to the next one, just so that Eddie has to read it out.
3: (laughs) I kept this in, Pete, because Kirk has taken the piss out of number one and two, (laughs) and I believe he made some kind of bet that three wouldn't come out uh, when I said Forza was shit, or something like that. Listen back to our own episodes to find out. But it's Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy Volume 3. <laughs> fuck you, Kirk. PlayStations, December 3rd.
1: Um, i got a this question. This is the,
2: this is the better question. Titanfall, isn't it?
1: I've got mm. like,
3: This is the better than Titanfall, that's what I've it got is. I've got a
1: question, okay? First off, first of and foremost, <laughs> please shut the fuck up, alright? It's not the better Titanfall. Um, secondly, they've released. This is Volume 3 mm. in what? Three weeks? It seems yeah, every they're fucking week. They're cranking them out, Kirk. Yeah, what, what? They're cranking um, them out. Why did it release them as one ti- game?
3: How many Titan Falls were there? Two. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah. Are you okay? Somebody? This game is already successful enough to have more sequels than Titan Or maybe they just made one
1: game and thought, you know what? We need to stretch this out for money. <laughs> oh, poor Kirk. <Kurt. laughs> Paul. oh fuck off <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is why I kept it in right next one Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun um, Aiko's Choice definitely butchered that but you know look it up um, coming out on PC uh, December 6th the reason why I kept this in is more for selfish reasons I want to know have any of you played Shadow Tactics no I,
1: I, don't
3: I, so. I haven't but I have looked at this and it looks wonderful yeah, honestly, it's one of those games. I mean, it's quite expensive at the moment, but it's one of those games I think I'd love. It looks like Commandos, but um, you know, kind of Samurai. But um, I'm worth a buy, did a review and he loved it. Oh so, really? Yeah, yeah. I I I'm waiting for this to come down in price, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks really, really
2: good. I thought this might look uh, up Pete's
1: alley uh, as well. Just
0: yes, I just as agree. a uh, yeah. just as a heads up, Eddie, it's actually ninety percent off on the Steam sale right now. Holy Black Friday, shit, if baby. There
3: was so, if only there was some sort of feature that I could listen to that would find things out like that. <laughs> Stay tuned. Next one. This is The President coming out on PC December 6th. It's a story-driven management game, um, and you can probably guess that it's where you're the president. It looks, uh, looks quite interesting if you're into those kind of games. Um, I know I've got um, Democracy 4 on my wish list, but... Um, this game actually looks more entertaining than that, so I could give this. I, I thought it think.
2: sounded like um, all the story stuff that Pete comes up with about Crusader Kings. Mm-hmm. It sounded like all <laughs> of <laughs> that stuff, era. but just in a management yeah. game, just as a president, so it's fucking uh, like manipulating and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it looked alright to be honest, uh, but it's just on PC, so so it's probably fantastic. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> it's probably really good.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, next one. um, Thunder Tier 1, coming out on PC December 7th. This is a a realistic top down shooter. I'm all in for this game. This looks fucking amazing. And uh, there's even an attachments page on the Steam page, which just made me fall in love with it. The only problem I've got with it is it's quite story driven again, apparently. (laughs) But apart from that, it looks
2: fucking amazing, in my opinion. It does. Yeah, I I didn't. You've put story driven. I didn't get that from like what I looked at so that, no, that is a shame because when, it doesn't yeah, look yeah when you read the burb it yeah. doesn't look like that does it um, mm. but it looks really nice again like I was saying so many good looking games this week mm.
3: yeah there's, there's, there's actually two of them that I've put on my wish list since uh, watching this really so yeah, yeah. It, obviously that uh, better time for.
1: obviously yeah yeah fuck off. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um but that is not it for the new releases cuz I didn't scroll down enough. Uh the next one is and last one is White Shadows coming out on PC, PlayStation and Xbox December 7th. Uh it looks like uh like a scary game. It yeah. It, is, is that black because it's
1: black and it, white.
3: Is <laughs> Well, you know what it reminds me of is what's that really famous scary game? The, the the second one came out a few months ago, you know, where you're a little kid and you're running away from the big, like, oh little night- little nightmares, little nightmares, little nightmares. It reminded me of that. Did it not remind you of
2: that? It reminds me more of Inside, um, just because of the art ah. style and black and white. I mean, it's a puzzle game. What? Yeah, and it, this one's a puzzle game set. I mean, I, I didn't think this looked all that, but who knows?
0: Okay, so I mean, if if someone likes Inside, they should probably check it out. Sounds like
2: I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think it looks a little bit like Inside. Okay.
0: Yeah,
2: artistically, anyway. I know nothing about the game. <laughs>
0: fantastic that's the that's the expertise we like on this show that's the way we like to move forward that's um, the research yeah, yeah. And, I, and
3: that's why ben stopped doing the new that releases. is yes yeah, yeah yeah
0: and this way we get to cull all the switch games which is just really helpful to be honest um so anyway i think it's time we move on to what we've been playing and i think we should probably start with the fact that we've all still been playing lots of Halo. so it's it's a little bit thinner on the ground in terms uh-huh. of other games um, I mean, Ben, yes. me and you have wrapped up like twenty hours in Halo now, haven't we?
2: Yeah, God, we've been playing Halo yeah. a lot. Uh, absolutely loving the multiplayer. Can't wait for the main campaign mm. to come out. I think it's going to be absolutely brilliant. So, um, mm. I think I think the game mechanics are great. I I, th- I can't echo what we said last week enough. Um, I do think their Battle Pass uh, with their they've got like a separate fiesta mode going on at the moment which is, has a separate battle pass and mm. I like that and we've actually enjoyed playing Halo because we actually did dip into the battle pass. I know myself, Pete and Kirk have all bought the battle pass. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Um, and it does give you a sense of purpose to your continual hours of play and I know people are having a go <laughs> at the challenges and stuff like that but it is quite fun going oh I have to get so many kills with that gun and I know It can impact your play, Mm. but I I think on the objective-based games, it shouldn't do. You should
1: play the objective and all that. Yeah, that's where that's where things are going wrong at the moment, aren't they? They, yeah, yeah. They, they need to. They uh, until they fix that, they like certain challenges should only be active on certain game types. I feel. Yes, I think that's that's a fair that's a fair one.
2: Um, because then it doesn't encourage you to just. Not play the game properly, but I do think some people aren't playing the game like Oddball properly because they want a good KD score in a particular game.
1: Yeah, like Kirk's. Uh, yeah, Kirk. yeah, Kirk. Dude, I would played the 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 game that we played with Oddball not on not Friday really was fucking insane, and we all
0: we we smashed it. Kirk, this isn't court. You're not here to defend yourself, mate. We're just you know. Well, I feel like I am. I feel like I'm being ridiculed. <laughs> you are, but you can't do anything about that. So oh, well. anyway, Jeez. anyway, I think, yeah, Halo, we're enjoying immensely. There are issues with the leveling. There's issues with the prices on the store. Um, you know, I mean, people playing, paying 20 quid for cosmetics, that's a ridiculous monetization style. But it's a brilliant game. And if you haven't felt the satisfaction of grappling, hooking your way right next to someone to sword them, then you need to go and play this game. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yeah, you're a big fan of that, aren't you?
0: Bill? Oh, it's fantastic. You can swing around buildings to catch people off guard. It's It's great, yeah. Love
1: like, like Spider-Man,
0: pretty much, Halo. pretty much, yeah. But without having to be Peter Parker, who's one of the worst characters in all comic books. So, yeah.
1: Oh, fucking hell, that is outrageous.
0: <laughs> I thought that would get at least one of you. I think Ben's <laughs> probably having palpitations, which is why. It's yeah, so just quite... absolutely
2: seething here, seething here. No,
0: but I do, I do.
2: Yeah, I, I've never bought a battle pass on anything before, mm. even on Call of Duty. Um, Did it was seven
1: pound nineteen for a lifetime yeah, for free, battle pass.
2: For a free to play game.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair play. Yeah. Fair I much. mean, I've spent um, more in Rocket League. And yeah, you know. It's just Yeah, but the hours you put into Rocket League. You don't need to go down that road yet again, I'm sure people know. <laughs> but the point the point is it's great value for money and it's at the end of the day, even if you guys just played twenty hours, you paid twenty hours and you if you bought the battle pass and went, Oh, for fuck's sake, you've paid seven pounds nineteen for twenty hours of entertainment. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: It's, it's you know, absolutely been. like that's that's it's, how uh, I'm viewing it. Let me let me chime in from a different opinion. I I do agree with these kind of things, um, but it's only cosmetics, pretty much. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. absolutely. Mm. Yeah, but but I tell you what, there's a sense of purpose that you get once you've got the Bass pass, okay. and, and that that is kind of worth it for me. Like Pete and I have been playing. We have played, I don't know, over the last couple of days. What we played like nine hours or so, somewhere
0: around there
2: um, over the weekend too, and you know, we've, we've enjoyed it so much more with our little challenges. Yeah, yeah. having to use, um, having to use like the mangler. mangler. Yeah. Like,
0: I would never use yes. the mangler in any scenario. And then you have to, and it's like, all right, well, I've got a mangler, I've got to use it. Absolutely. yeah one
2: of us saying like oh can we play this game type next because I've got to do this type of challenge yeah. and,
3: you know, yes yeah, just... so I've got to admit it's good to mix things up and it was good when I was playing with you guys and we you know swat- switched between the modes and did different things I, I do like that I prefer that than just doing the same main mode type over can I just, okay. say, yeah, so I just I just to big,
1: get Kirk's KD up big, no. uh, shut up big team battle is still fucking carnage
0: Yes, is, yeah. I love it. it yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's, it's probably record.
2: my least favorite mode to be honest because I find it so hard. it's your least favorite. It's my most
0: favorite because you it? just but get in I, the vehicle ready and everyone. Anyway, yeah, and then you get, your yeah, killed, get
2: it, you killed. You get, get your K-dons. K-dons and one <laughs> yeah, yeah, But fine. I am wondering uh, what <laughs> it's going to feel like after tomorrow when the Fiesta has gone. Yeah. Fiesta mode's gone until like January because we've been enjoying that mode. Fiesta's been um, and it is a
0: shame that it's disappearing.
2: And and what's what's brilliant about that mode is that everyone playing it is learning about the new weapons yeah. and the power weapons and everything you're, you're kind of because that in that mode the Fiesta mode you're given random wet, weapons to start with and it could be anything it could be power weapons or whatever um, so it's making you try all these different weapons so now I've got favourites that I probably would never have tried mm. or I would have yeah. been reluctant to try because I'm picking up a weapon that I what don't know how to Hy- use a, a favorite,
1: Hydra is a favourite the Hydra uh, the what's the
2: Cinder Shot the Cinder Shot and the, mm. and the Hydra are my favourite yeah um so so yeah but i would never have picked those up because it'd be like well i would probably have more success just with the with the famed assault rifle um (laughs) but actually if you use the assault rifle in fiesta then you get absolutely ruined Mm. um so yeah i'm loving it at the moment absolutely
1: loving it
0: cannot wait for the 8th of december
1: yeah yes yeah absolutely campaign all the way
0: but i know um i know at least for two of us here kirk i think you've only played halo this week really haven't you um, just uh, not have too yeah, much time. Halo
1: and a, and a bit of Rocket League, oh, but yeah. I, I haven't had I haven't had a much chance to play many games. It's been a busy week for me, unfortunately. But and, yeah. the, the, the time in Halo has been fantastic.
0: Yeah, and that's fair enough. So you got you know a few hours of Halo and your usual forty to fifty hours of Rocket League a week. Fair enough. I mean, I I haven't done too much more. I um I mostly have been playing Halo, and I also finished my second playthrough of Cyberpunk. Um, as we, oh, as oh, we oh, mentioned okay. in the news. Yeah, and I just thought it had been a while and I wanted to go back and get the secret ending. Um, which, it must be said, the gating on that and the fact that it's all about one particular conversation to get that to trigger really irritates me. But Was that all? Yeah, you, you had to say the exact specific right lines in the exact specific conversation to get it to trigger. Otherwise, it won't okay. come up. So even if you get Johnny Silverhand... like. The closest relationship you can get with him, if you hadn't said those four lines, it won't trigger. But now I have got it to trigger, I will say I think it's the best ending. I think it's the canon choice, and it's by far the most satisfying way to play the game. Okay. Um mm. I don't really want to give away too many spoilers, but it just for someone in V's situation. Joel dies. Yeah, Joel dies. Um and oh no uh, yeah i know it's it's a it's a tragedy really but no in in the situation you're in it feels like the right choice to make it feels like what should be the canon for the game and well that's
2: it's interesting you say that because it's very hard to get that you have to go about trying to get that ending yeah you? you really
0: do and all the other ones you can get much easier um but that one i don't know maybe it's just the way i like to play these games but
3: well they probably did that on purpose Mm. so that you know when people try really hard to get it or do the research to find out what to say then they actually get a great satisfaction after doing it and like experience the ending that's
0: probably why and I will say as well on very hard difficulty and actually playing the secret ending is it actually makes it quite tricky Um, it was by far and away the most difficult period in Cyberpunk I had uh, because I mean by the time you get to the final boss I had less than 50% of my health being restorable like that was the max I could have. Um, hmm, and you're, com- you're completely on your own. You've got no one else taking any fire. So you're just there with the main boss and here's like four minions, all raining fire on you. And it's like, okay, this actually, now I know what difficulty is in this game. I mean, I still <laughs> slaughtered them and didn't come near dying, but that's because I min max far too much for this game. So yeah, I would mm-hmm. just say if you're playing it, I'd if you do want to play Cyberpunk, or if you're one of those people who's buying it a lot recently, Go for the secret ending and love it. It's fantastic.
1: Okay, uh, do you know what? I am. I'm going to be uh, jumping back into Cyberpunk. I think. I'm. Gonna, I. I. I think I've said before. I'm going to wait until the next gen upgrade. But the game is already yeah, an all time low in terms of price. It's not going to shift much more up or down from where it is now. I reckon. Yeah, um, especially with the positive reviews it's getting lately, and yeah, that's kind of annoying for me.
3: Yeah, I was hoping it would go down the everyone hates it route, and then when they release the DLCs,
1: uh, Eddie gets involved and and gets it done. Yeah, it's but... done a Witcher, hasn't it? Because really Witcher know. was like really had had completely bad reception when it first came out but it yeah hang on let's not fucking compare witcher 3 to that like witcher
3: 3 for a start not many people yeah. knew about it at the beginning cuz nobody really cared about Witchers apart from people like me and Pete that played like witcher 2 but, that's fair and second of all, and second of all it was it like the frame rate was bad cyberpunk looked like a potato no. yeah, the, the difference
0: the difference is that they lied with cyberpunk yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and the uh, millions right, were yeah. expecting it yeah. those are the two
3: and the expectations were probably the highest of any game yeah. ever. Well, I was do you not saying. remember?
0: People were saying, like, this is our reward for getting through 2020. Like, that's how built up people <laughs> were for that game. How fucking disappointing. I know. Manage your expectations, <laughs> kids. That's what we've learned. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I
2: thought that game was going to be the fucking second
0: coming. Ben, you did but... actually say. Yes, uh,
3: you said it was going to be the greatest game of all time, didn't you? But you weren't alone in saying yeah. that, Ben, yeah. to be fair. Mm. A
0: lot of people yeah. said it. And in, yeah. instead, it's just a really good game. <laughs>
3: Yes, it is a very good yeah. game. It really is. It could be amazing if they add the things that me and Ben are looking for. You know, the, yeah, the yeah. fire housing, mm. maybe some sort of decisions, uh, maybe even running a business like they promised ages yeah. ago. Then I think this game I, could be. I incredible. think I think it
2: needs it because the the only thing that gets me in that game is that nothing really matters apart from a few bits at the end. Mm. Yeah, like all of your decisions in the whole game. None of it matters. And I think <laughs> they need a bit more consequence, or that they've got more side questy stuff where you build your base or you build your clan or yeah. street cred or yeah. something like that.
3: We don't talk about quests. No, that's right? I don't that's, think that's we what do. I'm
0: noticing. But I, I do think I think th- that's the criticism that's been levelled at this podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that's the only <laughs> criticism we've had so far. Um, yes. save the cease and desist letters but anyway I think we should probably cease and desist with Cyberpunk for this week it will be back next week yeah. undoubtedly yeah. that was really yeah. bad Thanks. I just,
3: just wanted that on the recording official that it was, was but I
0: just really wanted to move on from it now so uh, Ben what <laughs> else have you, you played? To, sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've played a couple of, I've obviously been playing Halo uh, I continued with KOTOR as well this week mm. um, that, old was, yeah, that old game yeah that old game Um one of the uh we actually got helped out by one of the comments on our YouTube video mm-hmm. um on the review they pointed out that you can actually press x where i said you couldn't queue up actions on this version of the game on like on the turn-based combat you couldn't queue up actions but you can actually press a different button and it can actually queue them up so that's good and it's better than the mobile version because of that so that was a little correction um i've also been playing returnal so i've been streaming i've done two streams of returnal so trying to get back into that trying to finish that before our game of the year show um the streams went really well again they're on our youtube channel so check them out i think um the second one I didn't put the whole stream up, but I just put my last run up, which was a really, really good and fun run. So thanks to all the uh uh all the people commenting in the chat to uh give me tips on that one. That was that was incredibly helpful. I definitely wouldn't have got as far as far as I, I did without those. Um but the main game that I've been oh uh, well the main game that I've dipped into this week that's the most relevant is probably Death's Door on Switch. Oh yeah. So how are you finding it? Um
1: you played it before, didn't you, on the Xbox? Is that right? I played it before on PC. Oh, PC, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, so, just, yeah. yeah you, you played it for the two hours or something, didn't you? Yeah, just yeah. for the two. Hours.
2: But and and to be honest, I've only I've only played a few hours so far on this. I'm much further than I was. Um, so this isn't enough to do a review. It's not enough to do a full impression of the game yet. Um, and as I said, I'm only a few hours in, but I've got a feel for it at least um so the main premise is that you play this crow who collects souls of the of the dead um on behalf of like this corporation that you kind of work for, which is a nice little setup it's not, it's nice um the soul that you're trying to collect at the start of the game uh that you're going after it gets stolen, so the main premise is that you're trying to uh collect that you're going off to try and collect that soul because when you haven't collected the soul you were tasked with, I think you age and can be killed or something. So you want to reclaim that soul before you can go back to the real world. Something like that. Some <laughs> bullshit like that. Anyway, there's a, there's a story behind it. It's quite nice. Quite quite twee. Um, so uh, that's quite intriguing. And the setup's quite good. Um, and the whole area you start in like you kind of arrive at work you go through like the the metal detector scanners it's like this big kind of library type feel quite atmospheric people are at their desks working and stuff i like all that it's got a nice it's got kind of like a an they it just creates a bit of world to the game which is which is nice and you also come back to that area a lot to do all the leveling up and stuff right um but the actual game itself, you've probably seen it kicking about, as I said, it used to be on Xbox and PC. Now it's come out on PlayStation and on switch, but, uh, it's an isometric top down, you know, the kind of top down from the side, one like the ascent, um, and has that kind of Metroidvania feel to it. It's got a lack of a map. You'll probably get lost at some point and you kind of got to figure out where to go. Um, but it's not a Metroidvania. Um, but it's it's got that mechanic where if you go into a, a place and you solve a puzzle, you open a door or you open a shortcut or something like that, that if you die, that is always open. So it's like, you know, like in Dark Souls, peak, yeah, yeah. where you if you open up for that shortcut, it doesn't matter if you die, or the item that you pick up, you, or you still have that item. Yeah, yeah that's that one of, of the
1: things I hate about certain games where... Yes, I, I, it's literally a, like like you said. If you you die, you have got to go and do repeat all your actions again. It's like, oh fuck off! I I did it once. Let me have it.
2: But, yeah, so it's that's the that's the nice mechanic that I like from Dark Souls because they see death and life as kind of a continuous journey. So if you pick something up and then you die, you have still got that thing. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so and and whatever you've done in the world still exists. Uh, so that's that's a nice feature. That the music initially starts it's nice atmospheric it's somber it kind of fits with it but after a few hours in like the kind of the same environments and the same music i'm like uh, okay yeah it starts to get a bit lost on you <laughs> yeah that's irritating um
0: you'd want you'd want more variation wouldn't you
2: well the thing is again this isn't a full review mm. it's mm. i've played the first few hours it's the same type of environments you do go into like some like this uh this manor house or whatever it's, like it's and it does mix it up a bit but fundamentally the environment that you're in is quite similar i'd like to see how that kind of changes in the game if at all okay. um i hope it does um but at the moment it hasn't the switch port runs very smoothly uh no frame drops that i've seen controls very responsive um they're they are responsive and they're they're good at what they do. It's just that you may not like them for the combat or whatever, because (laughs) it can be a bit fiddly. Um, But the combat, very simple. Um, I think it gets a lot more intense and complicated with magic and stuff like that. But at the moment I have done the first couple of bosses, which, which is good. But at the moment it's just, I've just got like my bow and arrow. I've got my, um, I've got my sword and that's pretty much it. Um, But I think with magic and stuff, it does. And I, but the combat in other, I'm not saying similar games, but games of this type, this kind of indie type, even when you put Ori into that kind of category, I preferred that combat from the start like much better, uh, much more rather. I, I really kind of got into that. But those boss fights that I was just referring to, they've actually been quite off-putting at the start. Like I've heard the bosses praised in this game and they get very hard. The first couple, they're not so hard. They're just like walls of attrition. They just go on forever. Right. Uh, like it's Yeah. It's just really it's just the same thing over and over again. Or like you're never in any real danger. It's like you've got four hits at the start. I, I imagine you'll get more as you go through, but you've got four hits that you can take. Um and it's can I do this for the next ten minutes without getting hit four times? Mm. Well, probably. I mean it's not particularly hard, but oh right, I didn't. I've got to do that again. Yeah. Like it's I mean, I've actually done both first time, but it. Did, but I could have easily died, you know. And then you just be pissed off. You'd be like, "Oh fuck! I have to do this again." Mm. Um, yeah. So that would that's a bit annoying um, so far. Uh, the puzzles very very simple, but they're probably just teaching me mechanics. Um, the the overall feel of this this is reviewed very strongly across the board. It's like an eighty five on Metacritic or something. I
3: thought it might be. Remember, <laughs> I, mean, I said when I saw it, I thought this is gonna do really well yeah yeah it's
2: really it's a Mm. a big game um really good indie performer it's nominated for a lot of awards at the game awards and and various other awards uh so but i'm not i don't know i've got the same feeling that i have when i was playing on pc just the start isn't good enough to make me go yeah i really want to play Death's Door. so i will play that play more um I'm just at the moment not loving it. Yeah,
0: you, you will play more, but you'll be resentful at that time. Okay, I understand. Yes, I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be resentful that it's taking me away from. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but it'll be good to hear more. Um, and actually, a full review would be really handy. Is this on? Is yeah. it on Game Pass? No,
2: not as of yet. Mm. So the thing was, when it came out on Xbox originally, Xbox and PC. Mm. I thought it was going to be day one game pass mm. and it
1: wasn't. I reckon uh, I reckon it will. I reckon give it give it a couple of months. I think you're right, Kirk. I think it will come yes. to game pass. Yeah. It seems it's, it's got game pass, game pass
2: written pass all game, over it. It does, and it really did from the start as well, and I'm surprised that it didn't because I honestly think that if this was on game pass day one, it'd be in a lot more game of the year discussions, not from my opinion of what I've played, but the fact that it it reviewed so damn well. Mm. I would have expected if more people played this, then
1: it would be up there. Yeah, just needs just needs enough 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 following, doesn't it? Really, it's like it's yeah. similar to like what happened with Hades, isn't it? Like that got into so many more people's laps. Yes, and look, it just it just blew up, but for good reason, obviously. And, yeah, you
2: uh, put a game like that on the Switch, and it's like, oh yeah, and it just blows up. Yeah. Um. So if Death Store was on the Switch on day one, it would have done better because to me, this is an indie game. Indie games work well on the Switch or on Game Pass they don't work well on an xbox when you have to pay for it. No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that's that's mostly what I've been playing this week.
0: Perfect. Nice. Okay, and Eddie, what about you? Um,
3: I've been playing a lot of Halo, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield, but um by myself I've been playing Homefront: The Revolution. Oh, uh, yes. Ooh. Old school. Old school. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, came out in 2016 uh, by Deep Silver Dambuster Studios. Um, it's a first-person shooter video game. For the, those of you don't know, um, have any of you played it before? I no, go on a rant. No.
2: no, I haven't played it. I've, no, I can, I know what the the box art looks like, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> I only know the review scores.
3: <laughs> oh Brilliant. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm actually going to do um, a little review on this. Um, so look out for it um, this week or next week on YouTube because um, I'm gonna, I'm going to give a proper review on this one. Um, basically it's it's a game where uh, america has been taken over by north korea uh and you are the revolutionaries of america trying to get your country back um it's so the reason why I played it played it is cuz it's on sale right now it's only 6 pounds on the microsoft okay. store um which of course you know that that's my kind of price yeah. range Any, anywhere between 4 and 8 pounds that's or, an eddy price yeah. that's an eddy price that's an eddy price that one so snatch that one up um and before I did, I, I did look on the reviews and I saw that it was sitting at a lovely 48% on Metacricket. So, you know, really high expectations for this mm, game. Lovely. But, you know what? I, I, I'm i happy with it. I'm really happy with it. It's a £6 game. It's a first-person shooter. It It's good. It's a good game. Um, the mechanics are good. The AI seems good. The story's Okay. Um, the atmosphere is okay. The open worldness is okay. Um, it all feels very okay. vibrant. Everything seems to be <laughs> seems to be going on. There, and there's a couple of little cool things, like the attachment system is fucking brilliant. You put, you keep your finger on one of the bumpers, and it like shows you the gun. And anything you switch, it like switches it on the fly, like the new battlefield does. But
2: even better, like the, the sounds and the looks of him doing it is really cool. Can I just say, Eddie, that when you talk about attachment systems, I. I don't know. I just don't really trust it. You're a man that played seventy hours of a game just because you could put a silencer on a gun. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you're know, annoying. I've even said exactly why and how that is not true, but you still use that argument because you know I'm not going to go through that <laughs> <laughs> spiel yeah. again. Because you've we, done the Donald Trump tactic. <laughs> just say shit and know that I'll sound like I'm defending
2: myself until I come back. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, and then in the middle of my defence, you'll say like, "All right, Eddie, calm down," or something like that.
2: So I'm just saying, I don't think any of us can trust a word you say about attachments. Yeah. And I think you've proven okay. that over time. Right.
3: Fine. Fine. Absolutely fine. Look, um, I'm not going to say it's the best game in the world. I'm not. I-, I just think it's a good game. It's a good, decent game. I-, I would pay like 15 quid for this, and I'd rate it a good 70%. I-, I went back on when I went mental and thought, why have people crucified this? And it brings nicely back to our news um, segment a lot of the hugely bad reviews, the, you know, the ones in red, you know, like the three out of tens yeah. and the and the twenty percenters, they're all saying about bugs,
4: hmm.
3: um, and it made me really angry because, like with review bombing, I kind of understand that, but when this Meta is going to sit online and it and it is the the most looked at thing, isn't it? When you look at a game, um, so you look at that and you you see that. I didn't even read the reviews at first time. It was only because I played the game and I went, this is a good seven, maybe even eight out of ten game. Why has it been crucified so much? And they all just banged on about bugs. Um, Yeah, that annoyed me. But apart from that, look, it's a good game. For £6, it's brilliant. it'll, It'll keep you for, you know, 20 hours. So... I recommend getting it. It's good fun. You can create your own stories with it. Um, And, yeah, look out for my full review on on YouTube because... I, I reckon I'm going to go pretty hell to the paint. Uh, the, uh, Lovely, I, I, I do
2: look forward to that because I think on your own <laughs> ranting against a straw man, mm. like <laughs> on your on your own just ranting, I bet you're going to go off. And I, I, I've actually
3: got a little elephant that I rant to. Okay, right, that's it's a little wooden elephant. Is it, is that's weird, like duck. That's, <laughs> that's fantastic.
0: That's cool. Okay, I like that. I like that. You <laughs> give a you find a personification, a really gentle, calm animal. And you rant at it. That's yeah.
3: It's actually yeah, yeah. I I got it in a monastery in Nepal. So it's actually yeah, the most the most calming thing you can really. do. But
2: you don't use it as that. You you're going to go
0: no no Ben. It's it's, it's actual yeah. calmness is what pisses Eddie off more. He looks at it and goes, "How can it be this calm?" And then works himself <laughs> up into. Fear. Or maybe or
2: <laughs> no, it just absorbs all his rage and and still remains calm. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty good. And that pisses me off further. Exactly. <laughs> it just baits him. What?
3: He has no blood to get his blood pressure off. <laughs> yeah, so up. Absolutely so you've him. got to
0: do yours at twice the speed. That's the answer. Um, okay. <laughs> but before we give Eddie any kind of heart illness or disease, I think we should probably move on to Anymore. our features. Extended yeah, features. So, oh, yeah. Like it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not quite sure how to define this. What we're going to do to start with is talk about the Golden Joystick Awards, um, which other people may know. as I think it was the People's Gaming Awards was a name it had as well. Something like that. It was the one that... The original one of being voted on online. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the results came out this week. Um, what was it? It's quite early, isn't it? it I mean, very early. But perhaps that's because they want to get in before the Game Awards. Perhaps that's kind of their yes. MO these days. Um, yeah, I think that's probably fair. Yeah, but I feel we can probably just do a run-through of a few of them. Um, yeah. And sort of see what talking... So I think the first one to start with is best storytelling, isn't it? Um, where Life is Strange, True Colours took the prize.
1: I know Kirk had opinions on this you one. Did. I don't understand why. I don't understand why. What is the big? I don't. Why is this game fun? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't understand it. I. Everyone talks about it in such a way that it's like fucking amazing. And I've looked at it, and it just looks like complete dog shite to me. Did you ever play Telltale games? Those are the ones like the Walking Dead ones, and they've done yeah. Batman. Yeah, I've done that. All right, so yeah, so Life is Strange is similar
2: in, in except doesn't constru- she have like superpowers?
0: She's like yeah, super but empath. It's, but
2: it's similar in construction, like it's the same type of thing. But I think the story's is uh, supposed to be impactful, heavy hitting. I mean, Life is Strange one is the one that I've played, and that
1: goes, that gets quite dark. Mm.
2: I don't um,
1: know. Well, yeah, yeah, I've heard I've heard the storytelling can be dark on it, but I just I don't know. I, from what I've seen of it, it just doesn't look. Good, and I I will play this game at some point. I
2: I really i really liked Life is Strange. Well, you're going to show your true colours now. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, fucking hell, guys! Can we stop <laughs> It's <with this> nonsense? <laughs> but I I think um, I I do want to play this one. I do like these types of games. They're very, very they're kind of relaxing in the game style. But I get what you're saying, Kurt. If you haven't played a Life is Strange game, then you probably won't get it. Um but I do think they are excellent at telling stories and this one reviewed very well. So I can understand. Yeah, no,
1: it. I don't, don't look I'm not discred- discrediting that. I know that a lot of people like it. I just don't understand why. That's that's what I'm saying. Well that's why you are discredit. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we move on. Um <laughs> one of the other ones that we yeah. really should
0: mention is that <laughs> Death door won the best indie game. Um Yes. So it's yes. already brought home one award. That's uh that's something to see straight away. I'm still not sure I agree with it, considering things like the Ascent and Valheimer indies, but you know, um oh, yeah. it has won that award already. So let's see uh, let's see where it goes at the game so, awards in a couple of weeks' time as well. And God, how many other places do awards now, like four hundred and thirty million? I don't know. But in January <laughs> yeah. we'll have I believe that's it. Yeah, for sure. exactly. Yeah. In January we'll have the what final answers.
2: What do we all make of the best gaming hardware being PS Five?
0: I was I was going to avoid this in general because I think the the hardware categories just they weird me out to be honest. I like think I don't, do you I know this? I don't know what that means. This is uh best. this best is, of the
1: year. Uh, this is the public public have voted for this, haven't they? Yeah, like your but average Joe. It's yeah?
2: so weird though. Like the best gaming hardware, like well the the most powerful is the Series X, X. yeah, and and if you're looking at like the games it can play, that can. No, plays so,
0: once once again, guys. once again, guys. You're wrong because they also do the ultimate hardware of all time, and PC oh, wins it. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the most powerful gaming hardware is the PC. It's
2: like- yeah, but not pound for pound, Pete. It's not. It absolutely <laughs> is. That's not
0: part of the question. Yeah.
2: No, but pound for pound isn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> I so yeah, but gaming hardware pound for pound. I'm adding in the pound for
1: pound. Yeah. There we go. So I, I, there feel, I feel course, like I a guess. bunch so- of I feel like a bunch of Sony fanboys mm. kind of got together on a discord and went let's fucking vote the well, shit out but, of ps5 on this but one. at yeah. the end of it it's yeah. such
0: a subjective thing because like ben you like handheld most so handheld hardware is going to score higher for you than it is for other people you also yeah, like I, I consoles just, in would, general which means it's going to score but higher i would
2: for you. i would kind of agree with a, a mm. i don't know like that one that one is weird to me because on a on a big playstation exclusive year i'd say mm. yes but Oh, we, but we're not talking about the software, I suppose, yeah. so we're just saying hardware, but then surely it's a Series X, but whatever. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you're right, it's subjective. If you want to
1: skyscraper in your home, get a PS5 mm-hmm. and then vote for it for best hardware, sure. Yeah. I actually, I like I like all the consoles, but still, it seems weird.
0: But one thing we should note after last week. We made quite a big point of our, um dissatisfaction with Resident Evil Village It's picked up three <laughs> awards here because it got yeah. Uh, yeah this is strange yeah well it got this PlayStation Game of the Year despite not being an exclusive um, it got the best audio which I thought was an interesting one um, and Maggie Robertson who plays Lady Dimitrescu also got best performer
2: best audio. but like what and best performance like what like mm. I can't even remember her speaking like she probably does but okay does like best audio I can't even remember anything about the game
1: audio wise it's, it's
3: probably because they all went mental over, sexually because, over yeah, on the internet big, didn't big they big lady they went mental yeah, everybody
1: it. absolutely yeah. went mental over that she's a big but lady and she's very her, sexualized. and no you're, you're totally right Ben but as this is
3: everyone voting everyone went oh, oh do you remember that that was cool oh, oh, oh yes true. more
0: than, any, uh, more yeah, than anything it's probably the one that penetrated the um, public domain the most so, but that's like best
2: character. Yeah, isn't pretty it, much. Isn't that
0: best character rather than performance? Pretty much. But again, they're giving it to the actress, mm. and she did do a very good job, from what we saw in the trailers and beforehand and everything else. Because I've literally played the game. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember anything she did. That's and that's fair enough. But I, again, it's the public <laughs> voting, not just the people who played it. Then that may be where yes, the divide is. That's true. Yeah, that oh, is true. Yeah, that's mm. a good shout. Yeah, and that is true. I mean, another one that I thought you'd like, Ben, is Final Fantasy XIV picked up a couple. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I saw yeah. that,
2: and that's that's cool. I mean, we've talked about it a lot recently, we? have, we? Uh, we have. And it's a big continuing game. It is,
0: and it got the big the best community and the still playing award. So it's living up to what it's trying to do very effectively. Um, yeah, yeah. Nintendo Game of the Year, Metro Dread.
2: Oh, that's a that's almost an obvious. One. It's the one in the Game of the Year category, yes. and it's it's
0: Nintendo's offering, isn't it? it? Is, so. Yeah. And yeah, great game. Psychonauts 2 coming in for Xbox as well. So That's... makes sense. Well, it's it shows how popular that game is. Um mm. I I I thought Forza would be I'm so Xbox's glad Psychonauts game Psychonauts be 2 was for 2 ahead of it. it.
1: But for the same for the same reason, shut up. Um for the same reason that Pete mentioned about why Resi probably won is because it's in the public public minds and stuff like that. You might not have had to play the game, but so many people would have seen Psychonauts 2, Psychonauts 2, everywhere that they've been. Like, okay, this must be a good game. And then they've gone and voted and go, okay, I've got to vote for something. Let's just do that.
0: I just thought Forza 5 was just more popular. Clearly not. Um, and I'm very <laughs> grateful for that fact. So, I mean, the other one's probably worth mentioning. Elden Ring took home the most wanted game, which makes, sense. makes a lot of sense. I'm surprised it's not Starfield, but it does make a lot of sense, um, and Critics' Choice was Deathloop, which yes stacks up. Mm. It has been very well received by the critics, hasn't it? So, but largely for so forgotten as well. Yes, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, you could get it in for on Black Friday. Get
1: it quite cheap. Mm-hmm. Great uh, it's really come to down our, in, to an, another feature here, isn't it? It's really come down in price a lot. Um, it, so.
3: you know what. That Upsets me a bit. Is I, I remember throughout this year there's loads of like I guess there's been lots of good games but none, no world class games. Like for what's it? What's in the contender of the main game of the year? Is it Psychonauts 2? Death Ratchet and Clank, um, Ratchet and Clank,
1: Metro Dread? And there
3: was and Resident Metroid Evil Dead, yeah. now, uh, Metro Dread. Now, I, I know Ben or Chris has me. I think all those games look Shit! Um, <laughs> now I know shit. Metro Dead for what it is is supposed to be good. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you, if you like the side-scrolling shit kick games, and that's fine. But like, for every other game of the year competition, I feel even though I've said all throughout this year, oh, it's a great year for gaming. There's so many good games. I'm I'm upset that there's more more world class uh, games. I
2: I I'm, I'm complete agreement, yeah, Eddie. Same, and Ooh. and on Metro Dread. Wow. No, I'm a complete agreement because uh, to me. Every game that I've I've played, most of the games in the Game of the Year contention, uh, all of them are eight out of ten. Mm. Like mm-hmm. Metro Dread, like for me was a nine out of ten because nothing else is around it. You yeah. know, like. You on, um, yeah. But this year, people say a lot of people. If you said, "Oh, twenty twenty one isn't a great year for gaming," they'd go, "Oh, what are you talking about?" They'd list all these games. Mm. No, mm. we're just saying relative to every other year. You know, there's no absolute bangers. You've got no you've got no obvious ones. Like last year, I think was it last year, you had Last of Us and then you had God of War the year before, but you had Hades even last year popping in and you, you every year you've got these more obvious ones, don't yeah, you? But no Spider Man, like the, the thing, the big the thing hitters. you're
1: forgetting the thing you're forgetting is we're still at the beginning of a new generation. Really. I'm not forgetting that, Kurt. Ooh. I'm just saying, but it's your factual. point, your I'm point being right, fast forward three, five years, maybe even next year. To be honest with you, with the games that are due to come out, with this... we have got a lot coming, which are going to be world class. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm
2: not. No, but I think you've misinterpreted what I'm saying. I'm. I'm not making a judgment. I'm just saying factually, like it, this isn't as strong a year. I'm not saying the systems aren't capable or gaming's gone downhill or anything like that. I'm just saying this year. Isn't as obvious in terms of heavy hitters as previous years. That's what Man, I'm saying.
3: Yeah. I, I think in five years, when we look back, when when the memory of those so many good games, you know, like the the King After and the Going Medieval, and you know, all the games that we've seen and we've gone, that looks bloody good, but not worldies. In five years, when all those have gone from our memory, we'll look at this um, game of the year contenders and go, "Fuck, this was a bad year of gaming." Uh,
2: yeah. So, Kirk, like, what do you do you I'm, I'm not singling you out here specifically. I'm just saying like, to emphasise the point. I like feel did because you said you work. But, uh, but I'm, not, out. I'm, not emph- I'm just trying to emphasise the point of th- what here could compete with the likes of Last of Us 2 or God of War or Spider-Man. It's not a fair
1: comparison. I don't think. You can't do that. You, you, well, they're you, all computer games. Well, yeah, yeah, they're all computer games, but time is needed. Last of Us 2 was in development for years on a console it was designed for from from the get-go. The beginning of any generation is always going to have you've got you. You have your crossovers, right. uh, for, but I am not. I dis- am not disagreeing with that. No, I'm just I am saying game on game. Things have been held back for various reasons. Like Cyberpunk, for example, should have been a fucking great year. Uh, sorry, great game, but it wasn't for all the reasons that we know. It you need time to get things right, and. This year, I I don't know.
0: Kirk, Kirk, I don't think you can do that. Just to to stop you for one minute. Let's also not forget, I'm not disagreeing with anyone here and I do think that this year is a bit disappointing in terms of the absolute bankers. But let's not forget that a lot of them have been pushed to early next year. Like, that's just the situation we're in now. Things like Forbidden West was meant to be out this year. Elden Ring was originally meant to be out this year. That would have been a massive game changer. But they've all been pushed. Whether it's the pandemic, whether it's the need for more time, whatever it is. So we've been left with a weaker... We've been left with a, lineup, a weaker roster, in, in theory. Now, again, not to get into the subjective, objective facts situation there, but there are some people who Psychonauts is the game they've been waiting for, and thus 2021 That's... is going <laughs> to stick out. The guys have been waiting since Psychonauts 1, 20 years ago. Since
3: the first yeah. one, yeah. And think as, <laughs> think be,
0: as well for the noise. Age of Empires fans, they've been waiting for AoE 4 for 20 years. They are pumped oh, about yeah, 2021. Fair. Um, You know, Ratchet and Clank as well. People were calling for that game for quite a while. And that's there. Like, it's not a, yeah, you you were right at the very beginning before the back and forth came in. It's not a bad year, but we've missed out on a lot of the absolute bankers and they are most likely in Q1 2022 now. Yeah, depends on what you value yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. doesn't it?
2: It's not. It's not been a bad year. I just. I just think the average of the good games is is slightly lower than usual, and I. I just think that we've got a, a lot of eight out of tens that we're putting on a pedestal here.
0: Mm, quite possibly. Now, one thing that has definitely been put on a pedestal here, Ben, is uh, Dark Souls being the ultimate game of all time, which you must have loved.
2: Yes, I. I thought. I thought that's fair because it is. It's the series that I've had the most enjoyment with. Mm. Um. And Dark Souls 1 is... The best of the series. uh, Yeah, it's the best of the series. It's probably the one that sticks out to me. One game that sticks out to me is is the game that
0: I've got the most satisfaction out of beating. Yeah, and Um, I actually... I wanted to use this, Ben, to tie into the next topic of our feature because we've talked about Steam sales quite a few times in in this mm -hmm. show over the episodes. And one thing that's come up a lot is that Dark Souls Remastered doesn't come on sale and it winds mm. me up. It's almost as infrequent as Rimworld. <laughs> well, guess what's on sale for Black Friday weekend? Woohoo! No, Rimworld is not. It doesn't even have 10%. Dark Souls Remastered <laughs> is 50% off. <laughs> Fantastic. So if you're looking to kill time for all those amazing games in 2022, there's one of the first ones you could look at. And there's quite a few more in there, which is what we're going to move on to now. I think Eddie needs to play this. One. I okay. think Eddie needs to play it as well, even though he never will. I think Eddie needs to play it because it well. it's not his type of game, and you can't build a base. So I have no interest in the old dodgy, dodgy, slashy,
3: slashy,
2: <laughs> slashy games. I, I, I played them to death.
3: Yeah, it's so eight. much better you if you slide this. cancel
0: shoot slide cancel shooty games. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> you, ne-
2: you, ne- you've never played a game like this. Eddie. <laughs> Yeah, it was called Devil's Might Cry, and it was the best game of the time. Uh, if you think you've played a game like it, you just haven't.
0: Yeah, and this, this, by the way, if you want to hear a full discussion of this, episode one of our podcast, where well, I think there was about an hour on this exact discussion.
2: I, 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 I just said, if you think you've played a game like this, you haven't. Literally, there's hundreds of Souls-likes so out there. So many Souls-likes.
0: <laughs> that yeah. So
2: you could have, I don't know. Yeah, you
0: could easily have played this. Maybe. But I think it is probably time to move on to the Black Friday sales overall and there are plenty of other games on there so unfortunately obviously due to the timing of this podcast you're going to have to be pretty quick to get to steam's one as it ends on the 1st of december at 10 a.m pst which is pacific time so fine for us but not too uh not too much time for that many people in the u.s um (laughs) just to let you know but some of the deals on there are actually fantastic ben for you i would picked out pc building simulator Ah, uh, well, that was that was free a
2: couple of on yeah, the Epic it was, oh, on it the was, Store. It was, it was, yeah, like two months yeah. ago, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and it's seventy percent it? yeah, it. yeah. off at yeah. the moment as well. So, if you didn't get it for free on Epic, it's it's a pretty good value right now. Um, another one in there, which was more for me, but to be honest, I still think it'll be on Game Pass. In is Mass Effect Legendary, which is oh, it's like the okay. heavy rumors, aren't they? Yeah, the- exactly, and I mean. It's down by like forty percent, so it's a pretty big discount, but if it comes on Game Pass, I'd be so annoyed to have paid for it. So you know, I, I only yes. bought the trilogy once. Buying it again in a spruced up version still feels a bit much.
2: The the reason it's rumoured to be on Game Pass is because I believe it was in Poland. It was, yeah, with the stickers, uh, wasn't it? It there was a there was a picture of it and it had the Game Pass logo the in the bottom right. So And they took it down uh, very quickly, but not before they took it down the internet took a screenshot. Yeah. So and I, I'd love that to, to be on Game Pass just because people get to play the new versions of Mass Effect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which, and it would be fantastic to do. Um, now, that's obviously, that's not the only type, but you can tell there's a bit of a strategy leaning to me here because I've also listed City Skylines, which is like oh, 75% gosh. off, and Civ 6, mm. which is like 85% off. Um, so Civ 6 is £7.49, so probably about $9 mm. if you're in the U.S., and that's City Skylines is always intriguing. City Skylines is apparently a really good game, and I'm surprised none of us have actually dived into it to a great extent. I thought Eddie may played it. Eddie's played a bit. a bit, haven't you? Yeah, I've played it. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah, played yeah but answer. I mean, that
0: one, like, both of those are in the price range that even you would look at, Eddie. And, oh, that's why yeah. I got it. Yeah, I think it's really yeah, cheap. and one another isn't... one that's down there, by the way, is Pyre, which is from the same developer as Hades. Ooh. It was their previous game. Um, yes. Hades also on sale, but Pyre is down from... Fifteen pounds fifty to three pounds eighty, like the
2: the other game they've made was uh, called
0: Transistor. It wasn't was, it? yeah, it was. That was the one before is that. that. Is that one also? That one might I be believe. On I well. believe the whole catalogue of their games is because I think they've got another one um, even more basic from before that, and they're they're ah. all on there at some reduction. Hades is thirty percent. Pyre is like eighty percent. Um, I didn't see what Transistor was, but it is also on sale. So that's just a very basic rundown of some of my highlights uh, from the Steam sale. But almost everything is on sale. Like they have entire franchises on sale. The Witcher is right down. Uh, Half Life is really cheap as well. Like there's so many in that back catalogue you can get into. Um, And the
3: Far Cry series are of course they are. Um, Far Cry 4 is 70% off uh, 8 quid and Far Cry 3 is £2.50 with. which is the price we got it
0: for in the summer sale wasn't it (laughs) but let's be honest there are sales going on literally everywhere the microphone I'm speaking on now was on the sale over Black Friday so what else have we got that we can find guys, where else have we looked
1: I've looked on the Microsoft Uh, store Oh yeah, I got home. I got my
3: games uh, on oh, that. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, mine was seventy-five percent well, off. Let's, yeah. let's put
1: the disclaimer in there first. That the sale ends on the second of December, so that's going to be tomorrow. If you're listening today, <laughs> um, see what I did there, Ben. Very good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like it. Every um, week we make some kind of reference <laughs> yeah. to this. So yeah, <laughs> well, like trains. Haven't done that yet, have you? No, um, no I haven't. Haven't heard so, any. <laughs> we've, uh, uh, we've got Resident Evil Village twenty-seven forty-nine. Which is, um, I think, it's a decent price. So all of these are di- digital versions. Yeah. Uh, these are not not disc ones. These are on the Xbox Store Direct. Um, we got Witcher Three: The Complete Edition, which is six ninety nine. you can get the standard version for four ninety nine. I'm not sure why you'd do that because yeah, definitely um, get the, the ultimate version. one comes with all the DLC and whatnot, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, and they're two of the best yeah, DLC go. in any game. Do it exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Bioshock the Collection. Yeah, that's the first three yeah. games, seven ninety nine. Bargain. Now they've got Guardians of the Galaxy there for thirty eight ninety nine. I think it's. 54.99 um normal price which is obviously still overpriced Sheesh. for um, a digital nice. game in my opinion.
2: People people have been finding this on
1: disc like well cheap. Though, I know mate, they? I know. And it the, the sales so I I've obviously only done digital here but I looking at disc versions of this you it's on sale for 25 30 pounds. Yeah, brand. Yeah, so yeah. I just don't Seems get like I don't get the logic behind the digital market at the moment. It's ridiculous. The, I know there's... Sales. I honestly Oh sorry Kate, you finished your thought. I was going to say I know there are certain games which there are brilliant brilliant prices on, but this still doesn't make sense. So Yeah, it
2: it doesn't make sense for the digital copy to be more expensive than the physical one because you're just getting less for it. Yeah. But what what does make sense is that especially with the series S, they have a captive market. Um, yeah. You can't go and buy a disc, mm. so you haven't got that option anymore. That's so you, is this is yeah. the only way to buy it. So, but what the other alternative to this would be to go on CD keys or to go on uh, instant gaming and to buy an Xbox version of this game. So, yeah. they're, they're usually, then, like
1: they're usually pretty like, what, similar. Twenty, well, I'd say twenty percent less than what the stores are normally.
2: Yes, they usually are less, but but sometimes when there are deals like this. Um, they'll often just be in line with that so yeah. I, don't, I don't know like I think the series s is kind of boosting the prices for games like guardians where they're coming down in price really fast mm. uh, it, it kind of does
1: inflate the price because you have see the only place you can buy it yeah it's good shout it's good shout um, and then we've got some game pass uh, games um, but if you don't have game pass you can buy them at reduced costs so you got it takes two 2099 I'm currently on my on a playthrough with that with my girlfriend, um, still haven't got to the end yet, but very good game from what I've what I. Played of it, uh, or well, it's in all the contentious for the game of the year.
3: Yeah. Isn't it? I'm gonna have to play this. It's it is, oh, it's very very good, sake. very clever. Um, I've just downloaded
1: Psychonauts two. So that's two games I'm not to <laughs> fucking soldier through. Um, <laughs> you got All Read the Collection. So that's the first two games, which is one of my favourite games of fantastic games like, all time. I'd say. I know Pete, you're, yeah, you're great with that one. Great choice. Um, and for less than ten pounds for both to own, mm. that's incredible value. And then my favourite, um, Gundam Wing. Um, no. Uh, Titanfall 2. Uh, so, for so the predecessor
0: to Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah.
1: if, if you were going to put £5 down, right, I think I'd. Look at our new releases instead. <laughs> oh, um, oh, I see.
0: Absolutely.
1: No, but one absolutely. thing I did want to put £5 down on was Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Because Tesco were fucking selling it on disc for £5. Oh, wow. That's reduced mental. from 45 And that only came out this year. Uh, but it's sold out everywhere. You can't buy it online. And I went to a few Tesco stores around me. And sure enough, it's on the shelf, but display copies that are not obviously mm-hmm. able to be sold, which is a piss take. But... Um, yeah, that's uh, it's twenty nine ninety nine on the export stores. It's still reduced from its normal price of forty pounds, I think, um, digital. But that's what I uh, that's, that's mental what I found. five
2: pound. That's for the disc version, man. Yeah. You can buy it. You can get deals. But it's you a good game. Deals.
1: It's a good game from from reviews and stuff. People love it. It's it's not like they got to get rid of stock for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, if you're a Crash Bandicoot fan, then Four's just going to be more the same, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I see. But yeah, uh, what about you, Eddie? What have you uh, what have you found, mate?
3: Um, not much um, I've got three things put loads on my wish list uh, ones for the viewers that I've got I did save a few Um, obviously the Far Cry mm. series um, King Come Deliverance Um, is 66% off at the moment on Steam sale and it's £8.50 that is a bloody yeah. brilliant RPG um, set in medieval times uh, and it's realistic as well it's really really good I highly recommend that if you're a strategy person I've got Hearts of Iron mm. 4 that's seventy five percent off nine pounds. Really good, but my god, it's complicated. So you're gonna to have to watch a few videos. That's, that's a paradox there. game, isn't but, it?
0: Hearts of Iron, yeah.
3: Yes, it is. <laughs> that's, uh, that's why it's so complicated. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, but that's uh, World War Two basically set in that, and you're 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 running a country. But it's not. When you say that, you think of like you know the Civ games. No, it's it's fucking yeah. detailed. Um, and then I've got Ghost Recon Wildlands is um, £8 with 80% off. Uh, I think this is wh- one of my top ten games of all time. I absolutely love it. Chucked hundreds of hours into it. Um, brilliant, brilliant game. And, and it's a third-person. I fucking hate third-person games. So that shows how good it is. Um, but yeah, I've got, got someone, something for everyone. Yes, indeed.
0: Nice. And so I think we've covered um, Xbox and PC. But Ben, what have we got for the Switch owners? Uh, well, the switch. I mean, most of the deals uh, got to the end of
2: Tuesday, so it's a bit like the, ah. this pod usually goes up Tuesday night. I mean, I might put up a few hours earlier or something, but you know, uh, this is more as a as a as a yardstick for the insane deals that you may be able to get these for mm. later on. So if you like the sound of any, any of these, and you miss the deal, just put it on your wish list on the switch and just check it out whenever a sale comes up, which is every week really. <laughs> but the deals that are going on, on the switch over black Friday, cyber Monday time, absolutely awesome. Some of them. Um, but uh, you know, you just mentioned the Witcher three. Yeah. What did you mention the Witcher three price on uh, Xbox, yeah, the complete edition for six ninety nine. Yeah. On the Switch, this is the Switch tax. It's fourteen ninety nine. Oh. Okay, okay. It,
1: when, when did that? When did that come out though? It's... Uh, only
2: two. I would say two years ago. I've got it physically on the Switch. Mm. Yeah, um, so it's yeah. it's been.
1: I mean, I know it's not new, but it hasn't been out for as long as it was on the Xbox. It's, it, it? It,
2: it was a. It was a very specific port. It was. It was very much. Um, a demonstration really of yeah. what you can put on the switch natively mm. uh and it and it was a it was an excellent kind of accomplishment and it's been patched since to make it look even better so uh yeah 14.99 if you want the witcher 3 handheld uh subnautica both subnauticas are on offer but subnautica the first one uh, 12.50 uh excellent i i like the subnautica subnautica games they got base building it's got atmosphere it's uh it looks good on the switch as well i do i do like the subnautica games on the switch they obviously look fantastic on your pc or on the xbox or whatever so uh, if you want it want it to look really really good then you've got to get it there but um one that i did see that's up to the end of wednesday is you know that green hell survival oh, game oh yeah 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 yeah, that that was five pounds sixty two at the moment. Oh, wow. So that one actually is up until the end of Wednesday. So if you listen to this podcast on the day it comes out, you would still be able to pick this up. That's actually a bloody good price for that. Yeah. game. Jump on board. Yeah, it's a bloody that's good a, price. two two games that I um I bought I bought Far Loan Sales, which uh was I think eighty to ninety percent off or something. Or it was three pounds thirty nine. Yep. So, I can't wait to play that. I'm also gonna review that and that will be on the YouTube channel within a week. So, that's, uh, that's a goodie. And I also bought Ruiner, uh, £4.49. I'd seen this, coveted this for a while. It's a Devolver digital game. It's of the same kind of, it reminds me a lot of The Ascent, mm. but it's more crafted Ooh. individual levels. It's supposed to be brutally hard. Um, a bit like, it's kind of like a mixture in my mind between the Ascent and Ape Escape okay. uh, so yeah it looks really really good but yes yeah, it's supposed to be brutally hard so uh, I I think at £4.49 it's a bit of a steal so mm. yeah so if you like the sound of any of those I would recommend wishlisting them if then if they're not on sale by the time this pod that you listen to this pod but uh, yeah. yeah I think they'll come to these prices again I'd actually
0: say that's really? a, a very wise point with the Steam sale as well um, they call this one the autumn sale, but let's be honest, the big one at the end of the year is Christmas. And the Christmas sale, they yeah. will all be similar prices, if not better.
3: Winter yeah. sale, isn't it? Yeah, right? that's their
0: winter sale. Yeah. And it's end of December, it's pretty much always from Christmas Day itself or Christmas Eve. And it's, yeah, I mean, all of these prices gonna, will if, probably be on then as well.
1: I was going to say, just uh, because I've noticed that we haven't actually... Given PlayStation owns anything to go by, mm. uh, there's a reason for that because PlayStation's offers stop on the 29th of November at midnight. So yeah. that is currently today as we are recording. Yeah, <laughs> so out of, out of our uh, <laughs> sorry our guys, publishing timelines. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so yeah, but to uh, they don't get a lot of luck with new games, do they? No, they, <laughs> no, they don't not no, really they
0: don't but I think we should probably allow those people who are who are listening to us and looking at this going crap I want to get to the sales to get to the sales don't you so. yeah absolutely
2: so mm-hmm. let's move it on then um so our our, our socials yeah. um <laughs> we can contact us by email at podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. uh you can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. we're also on YouTube and uh we also stream on twitch so check us out grumpy gamers podcast mm-hmm.
0: Perfect. But for this week, I believe it's GG. 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 GG.